1 Kings chapter 8 At that time Solomon assembled before him in Jerusalem the elders of Israel, all the tribal heads and family leaders of the Israelites, to bring up the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord from Zion, the city of David. And all the men of Israel came together to King Solomon at the feast in the seventh month, the month of Ethanim. When all the elders of Israel had arrived, the priests took up the Ark, and they brought up the Ark of the Lord, and the tent of meeting with all its sacred furnishings. So the priests and Levites carried them up. There before the ark, King Solomon and the whole congregation of Israel, who had assembled with him, sacrificed so many sheep and oxen that they could not be counted or numbered. Then the priests brought the ark of the covenant of the Lord to its place in the inner sanctuary of the temple, the most holy place, beneath the wings of the cherubim. For the cherubim spread their wings over the place of the ark and overshadowed the ark and its poles. The poles extended far enough that their ends were visible from the holy place in front of the inner sanctuary, but not from outside the holy place, and they are there to this day. There was nothing in the ark except the two stone tablets that Moses had placed in it at Horeb, where the Lord had made a covenant with the Israelites after they had come out of the land of Egypt. And when the priests came out of the holy place, The cloud filled the house of the Lord, so that the priest could not stand there to minister because of the cloud, for the glory of the Lord filled the house of the Lord. Then Solomon declared, The Lord has said that he would dwell in the thick cloud. I have indeed built you an exalted house, a place for you to dwell forever. And as the whole assembly of Israel stood there, the king turned around and blessed them all, and said, Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel, who has fulfilled with his own hand what he spoke with his mouth to my father David, saying, Since the day I brought my people Israel out of Egypt, I have not chosen a city from any tribe of Israel in which to build a house so that my name would be there. But I have chosen David to be over my people Israel. But it was in the heart of my father David to build a house for the name of the Lord, the God of Israel. But the Lord said to my father David, Since it was in your heart to build a house for my name, You have done well to have this in your heart. Nevertheless, you are not the one to build it, but your son, your own offspring, will build the house for my name. Now the Lord has fulfilled the word that he spoke. I have succeeded my father David, and I sit on the throne of Israel as the Lord promised. I built the house for the name of the Lord, the God of Israel, and there I have provided a place for the ark which contains the covenant of the Lord that he made with our fathers when he brought them out of the land of Egypt. Then Solomon stood before the altar of the Lord in front of the whole assembly of Israel, spread out his hands toward heaven, and said, O Lord God of Israel, there is no God like you in heaven above or on earth below, keeping your covenant of loving devotion with your servants, who walk before you with all their hearts. You have kept your promise to your servant, my father David. What you spoke with your mouth you have fulfilled with your hand this day. Therefore now, O Lord God of Israel, Keep for your servant, my father David, what you promised when you said, You will never fail to have a man to sit before me on the throne of Israel, if only your descendants guard their way to walk before me as you have done. And now, O God of Israel, please confirm what you promised to your servant, my father David. But will God indeed dwell upon the earth? Even heaven, the highest heaven, cannot contain you, much less this temple I have built. Yet regard the prayer and plea of your servant, O Lord my God, 
so that you may hear the cry and the prayer that your servant is praying before you today. May your eyes be opened toward this temple night and day, toward the place of which you said, My name shall be there, so that you may hear the prayer that your servant prays toward this place. Hear the plea of your servant and of your people Israel when they pray toward this place. May you hear from heaven your dwelling place. May you hear and forgive. When a man sins against his neighbor and is required to take an oath, and he comes to take an oath before your altar in this temple, then may you hear from heaven and act. May you judge your servants, condemning the wicked man by bringing down on his own head what he has done, and justifying the righteous man by rewarding him according to his righteousness. When your people Israel are defeated before an enemy because they have sinned against you, and they return to you and confess your name, praying and pleading with you in this temple, then may you hear from heaven and forgive the sin of your people Israel. May you restore them to the land you gave to their fathers. When the skies are shut and there is no rain because your people have sinned against you, and they pray toward this place and confess your name, and they turn from their sins because you have afflicted them, then may you hear from heaven and forgive the sin of your servants, your people Israel, so that you may teach them the good way in which they should walk. May you send rain on the land that you gave your people as an inheritance. When famine or plague comes upon the land, or blight or mildew or locusts or grasshoppers, or when their enemy besieges them in their cities, whatever plague or sickness may come, then may whatever prayer or petition your people Israel make, each knowing his own afflictions and spreading out his hands toward this temple, be heard by you from heaven, your dwelling place. And may you forgive and act and repay each man according to all his ways, since you know his heart, for you alone know the hearts of all men, so that they may fear you all the days they live in the land that you gave to our fathers. And as for the foreigner who is not of your people Israel, but has come from a distant land because of your name, for they will hear of your great name and mighty hand and outstretched arm, When he comes and prays toward this temple, then may you hear from heaven your dwelling place and do according to all for which the foreigner calls to you. Then all the peoples of the earth will know your name and fear you, as do your people Israel, and they will know that this house I have built is called by your name. When your people go to war against their enemies, wherever you send them, and when they pray to the Lord in the direction of the city you have chosen, and the house I've built for your name, then may you hear from heaven their prayer and their plea, and may you uphold their cause. When they sin against you, for there is no one who does not sin, and you become angry with them and deliver them to an enemy who takes them as captives to his own land, whether far or near, and when they come to their senses in the land to which they were taken, and they repent and plead with you in the land of their captors, saying, We've sinned and done wrong, We've acted wickedly, and when they return to you with all their heart and soul in the land of the enemies who took them captive, and when they pray to you in the direction of the land that you gave to their fathers, the city you've chosen, and the house I've built for your name, then may you hear from heaven your dwelling place, their prayer and petition, and may you uphold their cause. May you forgive your people who have sinned against you and all the transgressions they have committed against you. And may you grant them compassion in the eyes of their captors to show them mercy. For they are your people and your inheritance. 
You brought them out of Egypt, out of the furnace for iron. May your eyes be open to the pleas of your servant and of your people Israel. And may you listen to them whenever they call to you. For you, O Lord God, as your inheritance have set them apart from all the peoples of the earth, as you spoke through your servant Moses when you brought our fathers out of Egypt. Now when Solomon had finished praying this entire prayer and petition to the Lord, he got up before the altar of the Lord, where he had been kneeling with his hands spread out toward heaven. And he stood and blessed the whole assembly of Israel in a loud voice, saying, Blessed be the Lord, who has given rest to his people Israel according to all that he promised. Not one word has failed of all the good promises he made through his servant Moses. May the Lord our God be with us as he was with our fathers. May he never leave us nor forsake us. May he incline our hearts to himself to walk in all his ways and to keep the commandments and statutes and ordinances he commanded our fathers. And may these words with which I have made my petition before the Lord be near to the Lord our God day and night, so that he may uphold the cause of his servant and of his people Israel as each day requires, so that all the peoples of the earth may know that the Lord is God, there is no other. So let your heart be fully devoted to the Lord our God, as it is this day, to walk in his statutes and to keep his commandments. Then the king and all Israel with him offered sacrifices before the Lord, and Solomon offered as peace offerings to the Lord 22,000 oxen and 120,000 sheep. So the king and all the Israelites dedicated the house of the Lord. On that same day the king consecrated the middle of the courtyard in front of the house of the Lord, and there he offered the burnt offerings, the grain offerings, and the fat of the peace offerings since the bronze altar before the Lord was too small to contain all these offerings. So at that time Solomon and all Israel with him, a great assembly of people from Lebo Hamath to the brook of Egypt, kept the feast before the Lord our God for seven days and seven more days, fourteen days in all. On the fifteenth day Solomon sent the people away. So they blessed the king and went home, joyful and glad in heart for all the good things that the Lord had done for his servant David and for his people Israel. Chapter 9 Now when Solomon had finished building the house of the Lord and the royal palace, and had achieved all that he had desired to do, the Lord appeared to him a second time, as he had appeared to him at Gibeon. And the Lord said to him, I have heard your prayer and petition before me. I have consecrated this temple you have built by putting my name there forever. My eyes and my heart will be there for all time. And as for you, if you walk before me as your father David walked, with a heart of integrity and uprightness, doing all I have commanded you, and if you keep my statutes and ordinances, then I will establish your royal throne over Israel forever, as I promised your father David when I said, you will never fail to have a man on the throne of Israel. But if indeed you or your sons turn away from following me and do not keep the commandments and statutes I have set before you, and if you go off to serve and worship other gods, then I will cut off Israel from the land that I have given them, and I will banish from my presence this temple I have sanctified for my name. Then Israel will become an object of scorn and ridicule among all peoples. 
And when this temple has become a heap of rubble, all who pass by it will be appalled and will hiss and say, Why has the Lord done such a thing to this land and to this temple? And others will answer, Because they have forsaken the Lord their God, who brought their fathers out of the land of Egypt and have embraced other gods, worshiping and serving them. Because of this, the Lord has brought all this disaster upon them. Now at the end of the twenty years, during which Solomon built these two houses, the house of the Lord and the royal palace, King Solomon gave twenty towns in the land of Galilee to Hiram, king of Tyre, who had supplied him with cedar and cypress logs and gold for his every desire. So Hiram went out from Tyre to inspect the towns that Solomon had given him, but he was not pleased with them. What are these towns you've given me, my brother? asked Hiram, and he called them the land of Kabul, as they are called to this day. And Hiram had sent the king 120 talents of gold. This is the account of the forced labor that King Solomon imposed to build the house of the Lord, his own palace, the supporting terraces, and the wall of Jerusalem, as well as Hazor, Megiddo, and Gezer. Pharaoh king of Egypt had attacked and captured Gezer. He had set it on fire, killed the Canaanites who lived in the city, and given it as a dowry to his daughter, Solomon's wife. So Solomon rebuilt Gezer, Lower Beth Horon, Baalith, and Tamar in the wilderness of Judah, as well as all the store cities that Solomon had for his chariots and horses, whatever he desired to build in Jerusalem, Lebanon, and throughout the land of his dominion. As for all the people who remained of the Amorites, Hittites, Perizzites, Hivites, and Jebusites, the people who were not Israelites, their descendants who remained in the land, those whom the Israelites were unable to devote to destruction, Solomon conscripted these people to be forced laborers, as they are to this day. But Solomon did not consign any of the Israelites to slavery, because they were his men of war, his servants, his officers, his captains, and the commanders of his chariots and cavalry. They were also the chief officers over Solomon's projects, 550 supervisors over the people who did the work. As soon as Pharaoh's daughter had come up from the city of David to the palace that Solomon had built for her, he built the supporting terraces. Three times a year Solomon offered burnt offerings and peace offerings on the altar he'd built for the Lord, burning incense with them before the Lord so he completed the temple. King Solomon also assembled a fleet of ships at Ezion-Geber, which is near Eloth in Edom, on the shore of the Red Sea. And Hiram sent his servants, men who knew the sea, to serve in the fleet with Solomon's servants. They sailed to Ophir and imported gold from there, 420 talents, and delivered it to Solomon.